This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, it's the roundtable discussion with our good friends, Ben Swain. Follow him on Twitter at TheBenSwain. Funniest guy in ACC hoops. And you could say he leans towards favoring the Duke Blue Devils. Josh Goodson at, what are you at, J.W. Goodson on Twitter? I, f- I get your email and your Twitter handle mixed up. Josh W. Josh W. Goodson uh, at Twitter. You could say he's an NC State fan, although he's a UNC grad, so we we keep it uh, weird around here. Uh, you can check out their work also at Sports Channel 8. They do good stuff. How are you guys doing, boys? I mean, I was hung up after that intro. I, I, <laughs> it was only because I... I mean, seriously... No, no, no. Let's okay. For, forget the big words that Luke DeCock likes to use. He's an Everton fan, which means it is impossible to be half as smart. Okay, <laughs> like you, you cannot divide by zero, so you cannot be half as smart as any Everton fan. I feel like even Luke uh, would appreciate that joke. We have Duke UNC this weekend. What is the state of the rivalry in the post Coach K era and the post they played in the Final Four and the walls came crumbling down, the world stopped? Uh, What's the state of the Duke UNC rivalry right now, Swain? I thought it was over, right? Yeah, but never, still going on? nobody actually <laughs> believed that. Nobody nobody actually felt that way. We no, knew the world wouldn't end. Here's the thing is, here's, here's the vibe over here in the beautiful Bull City. Uh, the funny thing about one side claiming that the rivalry is uh, perpetually dead is that Duke now, the, the big term last year was house money, right? Like UNT was playing with house money, which is a little way to, protect themselves from whatever happened in that game. Duke now has eternal house money because the rivalry is over. So there's really nothing bad that can happen to them. It's sure. all good from here. So everybody's uh, – it's a comfortable, sunny day every year in Durham. Um, and how are you – I see Big Game Boomer right now has a hot take today. UNC-NC State is a better rivalry than UNC-Duke. Um, Goodson, how much are you looking forward to the next UNC-NC State showdown? I'm actually pretty pumped. I never, you never want to get there and feel like uh, this game that people are going to be mad. Fans are going to be angry. It's going to be a hostile environment. And it usually doesn't live up to that. But given how the game was a couple of weeks ago that me and me and you were attendance at and yeah. sitting, sitting in a good seat to kind of see all the different emotions from both sides. Um, and also it helps that state is actually playing well after that game yeah. too. Um State fans, they always have the UNC game circled. It's their biggest game of the year. It's okay admitting that. But I think even more so, like there, there's definitely an anger that's going to be um, part of this year. You know, what's funny about the Duke, you know what's funny about the Duke Carolina game? I had to go back and look. Last year, did you know the first game where Duke won by 20? UNC still shot more free throws than Duke in that game, which is unbelievable <laughs> to even fathom. Duke was 10 of 13 from the free throw line. UNC was 10 of 15. Um, it's pretty incredible just looking back at all these historical stats. I don't think that there's an ESPN researcher that could go back and tell you the last time that these two teams were equal and fouled. The, the, uh, uh, because that probably doesn't exist. This, Josh, Josh, there is one. He just won't. <laughs> <laughs> the ESPN researcher that we know that would do it just won't do that. Are you guys with me on it's it's time to, like, there, there is a Scorigami bot who in real time is calculating your Scorigami 
odd percentages and and the and the best possible score to get the uh, scoregami. We need a real time Duke UNC like when were they equal bots to like at like if when Duke is up by six. In the first eight minutes of this game, the bot could calculate. Okay, we now need to go back to 1971 uh, in this, you know, this game, and now the, the, the scores are even. Like we need to know in real time, at all times, at the, the point at which we start, where Duke UNC could be 100 uh, percent equal. Uh, Swain, let me ask you this: what uh, What were your observations? What Where did Duke fans sit watching the Capel UNC rivalry? That like kind of doesn't involve them, kind of does, but they get to just sit back and enjoy uh, UNC beefing with the Cable family. Yeah, it was just, it was funny. Um, that, that's, that's really all it comes down to. I, I think, it, you know, every, every Duke fan will, will always, um, you know, hold a, a special place in their heart for Jeff Cable because they're good fans and they don't turn on their ex-players. Um, but it just, just the whole situation in general was, was pretty funny to watch. And, and honestly, it's not the first time that we've seen a, uh, a, a yelling, Situation that's happened in the tunnel to Dean Dome. Uh, Goodson and I found our way back there uh, back when uh, it was Turgeon, right? At Maryland? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, Tur- Turgeon was, uh, was was yelling some things. Um, kind of, he wasn't there, but he was yelling at Roy Williams uh, just openly in the hallway. And, and we uh, we were somewhere that we shouldn't have been and, and got to hear that. So. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that goes down in the Dean Dome tunnels that we don't know about. Maybe, maybe that would be uh, a good book, right? Like, I'd like to read that book. What goes on in the Dean Dome tunnels? To be fair, I think Turgeon yelled a lot. So it may be, that may have not have stood out as a, a rare behavior for, for him specifically. But your point is well taken. Uh, uh, Goodson, who's more fun to watch right now, Turquavian or DJ Burns? Oh, God, that's a good one. Um <laughs> DJ Burns is is interesting because it, he has this weird effect now when he gets the ball. Uh, dude, I, I think you may have, it, yes. Like the, the crowd gets amped, it's, and what's cool about it is we're getting the payoff more often than not too. Like he's he's either always scoring or he's just finding the right guy, and thankfully the guy in the corner, Casey Morcel or Terquavion, whoever it is, is actually making the three. Burns is definitely. Um, I would say he's probably more more fun right now. Uh, in, watch, in, in watching the state games, um, they're, it's, it's pretty odd that they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence. The whole team is right now. And you can see that on the court. You know, that's, that's the best thing about Burns. It's like the entire game stops when he gets the ball, right? So like good. Clear out on the block for him to back somebody down. So there is a literal pause in the game that allows everybody to get really excited about what's about to happen. With, uh, with, with Smith, it's, it's more like a, you know, a quick slash or something like that. You don't have that chance to do it. But I, that's my favorite thing about Burns is the game just stops entirely when he gets the ball and he gets to have that anticipated moment. DJ Burns has reached NASCAR and hockey status where you, you truly have to be in person to, to appreciate like the, the, the whole vibe of everybody. Like, oh, and, and it does, you said he it starts in the block. Many times he starts at the three point line now. Yeah. And it, and it's just amazing, which makes the pause even longer. And it just feels like, you know, you know, Patrick Ewing back in the day, just like, no, this, this is the offense. My man is going to slowly back down, and nobody's going to – you better send two other people and then hope he doesn't find somebody. Georgia Tech, that's who State plays tomorrow. I've heard is trying to emphasize uh, drawing fouls tomorrow against D.J. Burns to limit those opportunities. So we'll see how that goes. Um, do, can teams do that? Like, can teams decide they want to draw fouls more and be good at it? I, I've been told the teams can decide that they can they can draw more fouls, and also teams can 
and just stop fouling in general. Uh, it's wh- something we've learned over the last week or two. While we're there, uh, officiating has been a discussion. Is it uh, a is is officiating worse this year than in years past, or do we say that every year? And are we discussing officials more this year, or is that something we say every year too, Swain? I think I think we say it every year that we discuss it more. Like we're we're past that, right? Like uh, every game's on TV. You got social media where everybody can talk about it in, in real time. We've had that for years, yep. so that hasn't changed at all. I think the biggest problem for two reasons: one, uh, the, the biggest problem is that you've had the same group of ACC referees forever. Like, who was the last new ACC ref that you remember? It, it's been probably eight, nine years since there was a guy, hey, I've never heard of him before, and now he's in the constant rotation to do a game. It's the same guys over and over again, which means, number one, they're probably getting tired and worse at what they do, which happens in every industry. If you just do something a long time, you're going to get worse at it. And two, we know them by now, so like, it's a lot easier to talk about them. But it, it, the, the fact is, they've gotten worse, and uh, it, it's I know it's been said many times that it's lazy to talk about refs. It's lazy to argue against talking about how bad they are because they've been awful this year. Uh, Goodson, any comment on the officials? Is it worse than uh, than in past? Uh, I don't know. I feel like the, it's funny. Me and you were sitting at the Smith Center, and that this is the game. That's the game that kind of started this discord. Yeah. I would say throughout the, the rest of the year. And you may agree with me. Like I don't think I was sitting there as a state fan. In real time, and me and you were not on our phones. It's not like we were following Twitter and seeing all the people that were mad that was what or what was happening. In real time, I didn't think it was anything bad. Like it, ne- it never felt nefarious against state, meaning um, they were they were just holding the whistle or, or, or right. excuse me, the fouls that were getting called on state were, were called on state and they were fouls. That's fine. It was just it never felt like they weren't getting the the, the other treatment, and I think that's just been been the biggest issue is consistency and. I'm not. I don't know why they don't do like an NBA type thing where like let the refs speak some at the end. Maybe transparency would be better. I don't know. Maybe that would make people more angry. Um, but I don't know. It's it is what it is at the end of the day. Now all we need now to uh, to close the loop is for uh, Duke UNC to be played with a women's ball for the first half. Um, <laughs> that's 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 what I'm hoping for. I need that controversy. All right, gentlemen, we are going to use you. We are making a crack committee. Um, for those who don't know, we are big uh, we, we are big fans of Halls of Fame in general, but we are tough gatekeepers on Halls of Fame, right? You have to truly, truly be a difference maker, and everyone needs to know who you are. That gets a little bit trickier in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and especially with this group, we're going to have... I mean, no, good, it doesn't. Good, it does Goodson doesn't trickier. know who anybody is, so he's not going to let anyone... It does not get trickier. <laughs> anything, it gets easier. Like, this, this Swain can, like, you know, name the... Yeah. the, 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 the yeah, I'm, already, I'm already getting mad at Goodson for saying it's easy, uh, because only only, like, five of these are getting in. Swain can like name the drummer on you know for Led Zeppelin's second album or whatever. Meanwhile, you know Goodson's over here, and unless you know he was spoon fed them as a as a baby, uh, and his and his parents were playing them, he won't know who they are. But let's do it anyway. It's got to be unanimous. All three of us have to vote this person in. Our belief is Halls of Fame should be tough to get into. People are too. Did I did I see Scott Rowland got into Baseball Hall of Fame? That would never yeah. happen. 
on a Sports Channel 8 committee watch. So with that in mind, and keep in mind, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has now basically become the popular music Hall of Fame anyway. So don't don't get too caught up on whether or not somebody is or is not rock and roll. I know you guys don't, but to the audience, it's basically... Are you in the popular music hall of fame? I believe we have these in alphabetical order. They need a unanimous vote. Kate Bush, is she in? Swain. No, just because your dad was president? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Goodson. No, yeah, absolutely not. not. No, absolutely not. Absolutely no. And she only got nominated because her song was big in Stranger Things and she had that come up like last year. She shouldn't even be nominated. It's a yeah. joke. Cheryl Crow, no. Goodson. No. Cheryl Crow's a no. She's a lovely lady. She's awesome. A couple great songs. Absolutely not in the Hall of Fame. Missy Elliott, Sway. Yeah, no. Wait, Sway? Uh, that's what I'm torn on. I'm torn on this one. Goodson? Uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I'm a yes. I'm a yes, Swain. Come on. I, I love Missy, but like there are others that I'm going to have to exclude if I vote for her. If I didn't vote for her. <laughs> so you saying no? I, yeah, I, I'm saying look, no. I thought Goodson was going to hold us up there. She literally has a song where two of the lyrics are her saying words of like something backwards, <laughs> and people and people love that. And so, yeah, a hundred percent, yeah. She is iconic. We may have to overrule Swain there. All right, Iron Maiden, Swain. No, Goodson. No. Yes, absolutely no. Joy Division slash New Order, Swain. Adam Gold in studio with my friend, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I call you coach, so give me a financial red zone. You know, when you get close to retirement, you're in that financial red zone. And so as we get closer and closer to retirement, it's more and more important that we don't make mistakes with our money. Our money needs to be there for the rest of our lives. We can't fumble it. So let's get your money in a place it should be to give you that lifetime income you can never outlive that does not go away when the stock market goes down. 888-843-0013. Coach Pete Deruta, you could also text. Adam to six hundred seven hundred. They no. <laughs> they're like, but no, they're not. They don't. They don't have a Hall of Fame catalog. That, that's fair. You're allowed to give your sentence before you retire and I mean resign yeah. to a no. That's fine. Uh, yeah, they're an absolute no. We've been in mostly agreement on these. Cindy Lauper. This could be tough. Swain. Absolutely not. Ooh, Goodson. Absolutely not. No. I. It's tough. It's tough because I'm aware of Cindy Lauper. I know a couple of her songs. Um, I'm gonna go no. I'm gonna go no as well. I, I would. Go. I, it's weird. I'll go. I'll be honest. I'll vote yes. And I would have thought Swain would have voted yes. I'm surprised by that. But that's. No. I like it that way. I like it that way. There's no chance. There's no chance I'll vote for yes. There's All no right. Chance. She, look, she is a she is a, a music video icon. Yeah. And. Had a couple of good songs, but that doesn't put you in the Hall of Fame. We're talking about the Hall of Fame. All right. All right. I like it. I like when you – yes, this is the gatekeeping energy we need. George Michael, Swain. I'm going to go yes. Goodson? Yeah. It's a yes. He's in. God, I was worried. I was I, I, I was going to break down and cry if we couldn't get him in. George Michael is amazing. Uh, Willie Nelson. Swain? I'm pretty sure he used performance-enhancing drugs. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be a no for the, me there. The Conseco clause is keeping him out. Sorry, he's he's getting uh, he's getting Roger Clemens. Uh, Goodson. I'm going no. Is it is it just is it because he's like obviously in the country Hall of Fame and he just doesn't fit in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to you? No, I just I think his like best songs like aren't like. On the road again kind of stinks. 
Yeah, you're, you're dissecting his music. I'm going to use the... Well, no, it's just like, I think, I don't, I, I try to think now, like, if someone, and I know this is a tough thing, but, like, someone turns on Willie Nelson now, and it, it, Willie Nelson's music does not carry over, like, to now at all. I saw Willie at Nelson all. in concert last year, and it was it was fantastic. Um, all right, so Willie Nelson is apparently not in. Um, all right, Rage Against the Machine, Swain. It's a yes. I mean, that's that's the biggest no-brainer yeah. on your face. Yes. Oh, Goodson, you are caving to Swain. You are caving no, no, to no, Swain. No, no, you do no. not. You do not think that that Rage Against the Machine belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How I, many radios? How many? And I'm sure Victoria can tell you how many bumps are in the in the freaking radio show. Get back in from the break thing of Rage Against the Machine, and is, I had to play those forever and ever. And I was like, these guys are actually pretty good. This is kowtowing to Swain. I I think they're awesome. I think they are amazing. But they're not in. I'm I'm voting against Rage Against the Machine. Soundgarden, Swain. All right. Can I have 30 seconds? Because this one makes me mad. (laughs) Yes. Go for it. Chris Cornell should 100% be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Unquestionably, he should be in there. I don't think Soundgarden's good enough. Plus, their drummer... Matt Campbell, also the Pearl Jam drummer, is already in. So I'm going to go no Soundgarden, but you got to put Chris Cornell in. This is this is like BG talking uh, NBA basketball right now, where I'm yeah. sure everything you said was accurate, and people who know both these bands are like, "Yes, finally, somebody intelligent talking." Like when BG talks basketball, but I uh, so I've got I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, Goodson Soundgarden, I would put Savage Garden in before Soundgarden. <laughs> legitimate lol uh all right this no no for me on soundgarden the spinners swain no they're awesome but i can't put them in either goodson i'm a no there's i think they were just kind of part of the motown like they were probably good they probably have really good songs but there's way other better motown people there and we can't can't just keep, keep putting guys in there just because yep. you know, other Motown have come before them. Tribe Called Quest, Swain. I'm going to go yes. Man, this Without is gonna, hesitation. This is going to be tough for me. Goodson? Um, was that... We saw him in, We saw him DJ in Brooklyn, right? <laughs> no, that was Quest Love. That was Quest Love. <laughs> Different yeah. Quest. Different band? Different uh, Quest? No, okay. yeah. They're out. All right, uh... Trap Call Quest may be a beneficiary of, like, who they're up at. There's no other, like, strong rap candidate in there. I think that's going to help them. I, I, I'll vote them in. Uh, White Stripes, Swain? That's a no-brainer for me. That's a yes. Goodson? Sounds too much like referee. No. <laughs> the Sony's answers are, are fantastic from Goodson. Uh, I'm going no, too, although I love the White Stripes. And Warren Zevon. I know, I know like... I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm voting no on Warren Zevon just to make old people mad. There's some, what? What? I'm sure he's getting in. I'm voting no just to get him out of here. Swain, what about you? I'll even go as far to say there's no song that I hate more than any other popular song ever than Werewolf of the so I'm right, I'm right there with you. Me. Right there with you. God, I hate that song. Uh, Goodson, you want to defend uh, counter. your Counter. Counter. Pack Pro. Wolves. Warren Zevon. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fantastic work. I don't know why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame committee doesn't have us as the finalist. Um, I, oh, I, I remember what I was going to say about Willie Nelson. This goes to Cindy Lauper, too. I believe there is a um, We Are the World corollary where, like, if you were on We Are the World, you got to get in. And so Willie Nelson might slot in uh, under that. Gentlemen, thank you for the roundtable. Enjoy the uh, game tomorrow. Swain, we'll see you on Twitter if Duke wins. And uh, and <laughs> and Goodson, uh, don't have a lid down against Tech. See you, boy. See you, guys. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.